0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul. It's the 20th day of October. We're going to continue in our study in Luke chapter 1, but I want to comment today as I record these out ahead, significantly sometimes out ahead of when you hear them. And the reports have been rolling in uh, the last few days of all of the events in the Middle East, namely the attacks by the terrorist organization Hamas against Israel and the the death toll and the atrocities and now we're in the midst of retaliatory strikes and uh, that that leads to a lot of things in regards to the church because of course the epicenter of our faith is there it's it's this is the land that Jesus walked and the roots of that place go back farther than any of us can really fathom and and all of the religions represented there have roots that run back farther than most of us can fathom and of course there's this political geographical um, religious turmoil that is happening in this place and my life experience as a Christian, as a believer um. I've seen this many times, so have you. My professional experience, you know, I have a master's in biblical studies, and I've been to Israel, neither of those those things qualify me to say with any sort of even quasi-expertise what should or should not be done in that region. And quite frankly, neither of those things give me any authority to speak to the future eschatological ramifications of anything happening in that area any more than it does to any act of violence happening in any area. It's probably needless for me to say, but I will say anyway, that I do not believe that these are events that precede Jesus removing his church uh, and taking us out. Rather, on the contrary, it are moments like these that maybe the church is supposed to shine, And if for nothing else, to shine as a light in a darkened world, that there can be hope, that we can forgive, that we can be empathetic, that we can be understanding, that we can listen, that we can open our arms of compassion. And so I am not going to say what I think should be done or could be done other than I'm going to condemn violence in any form. These are atrocious acts that have taken the lives of innocent people, and we pray. We pray for those who are in the midst of turmoil, whether they be Israeli or Palestinian, whether they be Jewish or Muslim or Christian. There are all kinds of stripes of each of those um, nationalities and religions who are caught in the crossfire of violent people doing violent things. And so my prayer is, Lord, have mercy, and may the Father show all of us how to pray in these situations and show us what to say. Luke chapter 1 is where we are in our journey, and let's spend a few minutes now, having probably spent half of what will be the totality of this podcast on this, and that's fine, and there will be more to say, I'm sure over the next few days for me. I'm hoping that by the time this airs on the 20th, we've had some really good news. My instinct tells me that that's probably not the case, but that's my prayer. Today, we find ourselves at the birth of John the Baptist. We pick up the reading from Luke chapter 1, verse 57. Now, Elizabeth's full time came for her to be delivered, and she brought forth a son, When her neighbors and relatives heard how the Lord had shown great mercy to her, they rejoiced with her. That phrase is not a phrase we would use today. If a woman had a kid, we wouldn't say, boy, the Lord has shown great mercy to you. But in that world, and this was this way for a long, long time, childbirth was so dangerous that if a woman survived childbirth and survived it without any complications, it was considered a great act of mercy from God to her. And so they would give thanks to God for the mercy he had bestowed on the woman to bear a son to full term, to have the son and to have no complications uh, and to still be here and then both of them be healthy. That was considered a great act of mercy. And I, I think maybe we could learn something from that kind of celebratory nature in regards to birth and life that we could celebrate it to the point that we saw God's hand in everything. Following this is verse 59. So it was on the eighth day that they came to circumcise the child, and they would have called him by the name of his father, Zacharias. These are things we talked about before but are now arriving at in the reading. It's common for them to name the boy after his father. But his mother answered and said, No, he shall be called John. And of course, this is from the prophecy, the word spoken by Gabriel to, to Zacharias nine months earlier that he would be called John. And they said, no, there's no one among your relatives who is called by this name. So they made signs to his father what he would have him called. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote saying, his name is John. So they all marveled and immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue loosed, and he spoke, praising God. We're not to—I don't think the—the the point here is for us to think that Elizabeth heard the angel say, "Name him John." Her and Zacharias hadn't talked about it. She decides to name him John. Everybody thinks, "No, the dad's not going to like that." Then Zacharias writes down his name is John. Everybody goes, "Oh my goodness!" They both come up with the same name. I don't think that's the assumption. I think we can assume that Zacharias has been communicating. I know he can't talk, but he's been communicating with his wife. He can communicate with the crowd, so he could do the same to her. But it does tell me that even though he's mute, and maybe the fact that he is mute is proof to her that he saw something, uh, she accepts that it should be John, and she goes along with it. And this causes the following in 65. 65. Then fear came on all who dwelt around them, and all these things were discussed throughout all the hill country of Judea. So this becomes the gossip. Is they named him John, and Elizabeth was okay with it, and Zacharias is communicating by writing on a tablet, and what a story. And by the way, fear here is awe. This is not everyone's shaking in uh, in fear, but they're in awe of what they've seen. And all those who heard them kept them kept them in their heart saying, what kind of child will this be? And the hand of the Lord was with him. And that's a great question. What kind of child will this be? Well, this will be John the Baptist. What a guy, what a ministry, what a man. And the hand of the Lord is with him. Zacharias' prophecy, and as we told you yesterday, the second of four songs included in Luke chapters one and two will be the source of our podcast tomorrow. And we'll tell you about the sermon. You can expect on our website and on our YouTube page and wherever you're listening to this podcast. We'll tell you all about that tomorrow. Have a great day. God bless.